love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday. It's November 28th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Yep. It's happening right now. Uh, there's there's Drew. Your 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 beard is uh, it's getting... It's, 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 it's getting, getting Santa-like. It's getting, huh? Santa-like. It's getting Santa-like. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's definitely the season for Smell Good Candles. Yes, I'm it loving is. It. And there's, uh, speaking of Smell Good Candles, there's Bethany the Mouth from the South. I think I need a cervical neck collar oh. to sleep in. A cervical <laughs> neck collar? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, you know, whenever you have like whiplash, they put on you, you Oh, know? the donut. Yeah, well, oh. it's not like a donut, but yeah, it's like a... You know, and, and you sleep in it, and it keeps your neck from getting all crunched up. Well, we'll get on that. And in case you don't know, he is the best basketball coach that a bunch of five-year-olds have ever had, our host, The Fit. We're still trying to name our team, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you, you gotta let, It's probably going to be like, you know, SpongeBob or... Fitz is Furious 5? No. Come on. No, they like SpongeBob or... Well, that's actually extra poignant, you know, after yesterday's events. Yeah, I heard mm-hmm. that the, the, the creator of SpongeBob passed away. Yeah. Wow. I was super sad. You didn't. Even, you couldn't even believe I knew his name. Yeah, Bethany knew his name me. and everything. SpongeBob oh, is. You mean Stephen Hillenberg? Yeah. He said, "How did you know that?" Well, because I've been watching it ever since we've had kids. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, well, let's let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's do our pre-show warm-up jam for a second. Yeah, Mr. TK. Who's your daddy? Yeah. Toby Keel. <laughs> What's that? Who's your daddy? Yeah. Woo! Right. Let's country this thing up a little bit. Come on. Yeah, here you come knocking on my door, baby. Tell me what you got on. Who's your daddy? Who's your baby? Who's your buddy? Who's your man? All right. 
Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. Fitz happens live. And now, here's and now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, as always, standing by with the news that did not make the news as your What Are You Kidding Me? Anchorman. Out of Houston. It's raining bins. Hallelujah, it's raining bins. Bins or what? Mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin. Hundred dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> well, an ATM in Houston started spitting out hundred dollar bills instead of tens last Sunday. Somebody, somebody posted about it online. Man, it's Christmas, and people started lining up around this ATM. Eventually, cops dispersed the crowd. The bank had to shut it down because it's illegal to take money from a malfunctioning ATM. But B of A, that's Bank of America, they says everybody can keep the cash. Merry Christmas. Whoa. You can say that again. Whoa. So yeah. what I understand is why anyone ever pulled away. So if you put in, so it was given hundreds instead of tens. So if I put in 50 bucks and it gave me two 20s and 100, I'm putting my card back in and putting 50 bucks again. And then I'm putting my card back in and putting 50 bucks again. Well, not if and there's then a line. 10 bucks. Not if there's a line because somebody would jack just... you up. They wouldn't let you just keep doing that. How long? You know, they can wait five minutes while I drain that machine. Well, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. The bank will be sending them letters to return the money back. That's what we thought. I mean, ATMs have video of transactions, timestamps. Federal law even says you got to give it back. I mean, this seemed like a no-brainer. You have to give the money back, right? There's no free lunch, and if you receive money that you know is not yours and you refuse to pay it back upon demand, you can, at the discretion of the district attorney's office, face possible theft charges. But Bank of America, perhaps in a somewhat puzzling goodwill gesture, says the folks can keep their ill guts. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> they, the folks can keep their money. Is that Andy Rooney Jr. Oh, from 60 okay. Minutes? All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Virginia. The day the squirrel went berserk. Can you, uh, what, what, what does Clark Griswold say during Christmas vacation? He screams it. I don't remember the line. What's the squirrel? Squirrel. Squirrel! Who says it? Somebody says squirrel! I don't know when it shoots out of the tree. No, I don't remember who says it. Oh, I think it's the old guy whose hair catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. oh. Anyway, a squirrel caused a power outage. In downtown Roanoke, Virginia, a couple of days ago, 600 people and major businesses were without power for hours because of the squirrel. Several people were trapped in elevators. Dang. And apparently the squirrel came into contact with some equipment at a substation downtown. I don't know. Is it? Does that make it fried squirrel? Yeah. This I have, I have personal experience. When I was in high school, one no. day we're in class. Boom. We hear a huge explosion outside. <gasps> we go outside to see a fire. A squirrel had built a nest. In the junction box on the pole, knocked out power to the school. Blew up the squirrel. Tastes like chicken. Mm, smelled like chicken. <laughs> All right, listen, listen to this What Are You Kidding Me audio. This is a Monday for you. And I started pushing buttons. Everything went black. 911 people stayed in contact with me. Made sure I was okay. I mean, even during all the, you know, the hurricanes and storms and stuff, we never lost, lost power. Apparently a squirrel took out 
the whole downtown area. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of flabbergasting, really. All right, all right. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. It's happened. Live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's Freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And today's Troop Salute, it's going to be something a little bit different uh, because it's from my very own technical producer. His name is Nick Tricky Nicky Allen. And uh, he, he's in a couple of studios down the hall. I'm waving to him. Hey, Nick. Likes there his you dark are. Hey. space. Yeah. Likes his dark. I'm about to say something about uh, one of your family members. Um. Nick uh, wrote this to me and sent me some amazing information that I had no idea about. Nick told me about his younger brother, Tyler. I met Tyler several years ago. He was a big dude then, but... Yeah, he's he's like, compared to Nick, Yeah, he looks yeah. like the Hulk. Yeah. I mean, he's like this huge kid, and right. Nick is... Very small. <laughs> what we're trying to say is Ty- Tyler actually got the good genes. He's a, he's a big guy. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to honor Nick's little brother, Tyler, today. Here's why. Because Tyler joined the Navy earlier this year. And he is currently in Navy SEAL training in San Diego, California right now. His SEAL training class started with over 200 young men. And six weeks in, right now they're down to 70. Wow. And on Monday... They entered what they call the infamous Hell Week, where on Monday night he was locked in his barracks at 6 p.m., and then in the middle of the night, Monday night, men burst in with concussion grenades, lights flashing, screaming, basically a simulated attack, and that's where they dragged the young man out of their beds. They throw them outside for five and a half days of nonstop physical and mental torture with almost no food and literally no sleep. Maybe, maybe the occasional like five minute nap if they could sneak it. So just try to process that for a moment. Five and a half days. No sleep while being physically and mentally beaten down. I can unequivocally say that this Tyler kid, he's a tough person. Nick says his little brother Tyler is the toughest person that he's ever known. He said if anybody can do it, he can Saying our family is proud doesn't even begin to describe it. And, uh, hey, Tyler, Nick says, no matter what happens, you've already made your family proud. You're making us proud, too. Oh, yeah. I've been really investigating Hell Week and what it's like. And uh, Marcus Luttrell, uh, uh, lone survivor. Mm-hmm. Remember him, Navy SEAL? Yep. Marcus Luttrell. Recently, uh, he was doing this interview, and he said that, and I quote, if it weren't 
for hell week, he would have never survived in the mountains of Afghanistan. He wouldn't have had the will to know that he can keep going. That's the purpose Because he it. had done it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Physical ahead. strength and endurance is a huge part of it, but the other part of Hell Week is the mental strength yeah. and endurance to go against all we, odds. No yeah. sleep, no we, food. We've been watching uh, this show on Netflix. It's called Medal of Honor. It's unbelievable. And these men, every single story is about these guys that just go above and beyond the call of duty. I mean, it's just inspiring and just amazing to watch these men fight for hours, yeah. sometimes absolutely alone on a hill mm-hmm. by themselves. The enemy has no idea, and they're coming at them nonstop, and they fight for days with yeah. no food, no sleep, no help from anyone else, and they hold the line. It's just... It's unbelievable. With, I, now I understand why Hell Week is what it is. Right, and they say it's all about... They, they give the, the program, that Hell Week, that, that training, they give it all the credit for them being alive today so many of them Mm -hmm. so today my buddy tyler man you're already down to the 70 but it's wednesday you're almost done bud (laughs) you're gonna do it yep tyler today we honor you tyler mcdonald the united states navy and we live in the land of the free because of the brave it's time this is the fit show it's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Hey! All right, check this out. Remember the Red Sox won the World Series. And um, if you win the World Series, I mean, there's some major incentives to winning, you know, going to the show, winning the big game. Huge bonuses. Red Sox players will each get a $417,000 bonus. Dang, every player? Yes, for winning the World Series. Each player will each get $417,000. How many players are on the baseball team? A lot. I mean, I'm thinking of the guy like... As many as like on a football team? Like, I think there's more. Really? Potentially. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of that like bullpen catcher. I'm talking about the whole team. The full roster. Third string, even. No, they, they probably what carry, tw- they probably what travel squad 20 something. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering, you know, how much money that was, how much cash they were rolling out. Well, you win the World Series, $417,000. Teams give out playoff bonuses every year, but this year's $88 million postseason bonus pool Woo! set a new record. That wow. is nuts. That is huge. So basically, we just have to take $88 million, we have to divide it by 400000 there you go. We yeah. find out how many. Lots. Wow. Dang, man. I, Should have been a baseball player. I should have stuck with third base. <laughs> you know what I said to my wife the other day? I said, I haven't done crap with my life. I've been a talking head behind a microphone. I could have been a contender. Well, you're could a contender have been somebody. in radio. I'm a talking head behind a mic. I'm not making a difference in anyone's life. Hey, there's a lot of people out there listening to you that want to be where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that is and nice. And you want to be where those baseball players are. And I've also told yeah. them that he doesn't know... <laughs> <laughs> there could have been someone that's having a really bad day, and you know what? You could yeah. have made them laugh, and I that could have so. changed their entire life. You now, know, give you me $400,000. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew, choose your news. Well, the census, you know, the U.S. Census, they take all the stats, and they have you check all the little boxes, and then they take that information, they compile it, and they comb through it. Well, they came out with some kind of startling news. For the first time in the history of the United States, we are about to be an elderly nation. Very soon, 
people over the age of 65 will outnumber children. This has never happened in the U.S. before. Is this the baby boomers, right? These are the baby boomers. It's the baby boomers. Now, it has to do with, you know, our prolonged life, our health, our good eating, our medical practices. We're getting older. It also has to do with everyone getting busy after World War II. Straight up. But we're also, it's (laughs) it's the diminishing birth rate. So people are having less kids now than they did 20 or 30 years ago. Oh, they really are. Not if you go to Walmart. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Well, outside of Walmart, there's more elderly people. Than, and they're saying by 2030, all those baby boomers will officially be over 65. And they're going to... All, one those, five, all, the, all those baby boomers are going to be the people greeters at Walmart. Exactly. But one in five people will be retirement age by 2030. There goes Social Security. Mm-hmm. See ya. That's great. All right, Bethany, choose your news. Okay, so I've always thought that I would always want to do this. And so since this guy got arrested, I think I might take this as a cautionary tale. But um, a Florida motorist, he was 70, he used a James Bond-style gadget, which rolls down to shield his license plate from toll cameras. Uh, It's really cool. awesome is that? His name was Robert Craig Davis. He got arrested for charges for organized fraud and petty theft because a cop, a Florida highway patrolman, um, he actually caught... This guy in the act of rolling, wow. physically rolling this thing down so the cameras could not catch his license plate. I used to think that if you, when you went through the tolls, you know, and you like did a swerve, I yeah, used, to, I used to think that it blurred the license plate, but it doesn't. I actually saw <laughs> a toll expert saying if you go fast enough, it won't take your picture, but you have to be going super fast. You just created a whole another set of problems right. for yourself. <laughs> All right, there you go. Wednesdays, choose your news. Fitz happens live. This is the Fitch Show. I don't yell at you. I just speak in all caps. The legendary Fitz happens live. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. You're going to hear us talking about our P1s all the time and uh, those are actually our listeners who've set this show as the number one button on their preset. Yeah, that's all it takes to be a P1. You just lock this show on a number one, and you never take it off, and we love you for it. And on Wednesdays, we do something uh, we have a lot of fun with. What, I mean, let's be honest. It's a binging world, right? Mm-hmm. How many new shows are coming out? I mean, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. I mean, there's uh, Facebook is about to start creating, like, series and content to watch. You know what? I, tur- I turned on my, uh, my, my Comcast box, and there was a new service on there called Tubi, T-U-B-I. It just appeared yesterday. I was like, what is this? And it's got movies and TV shows. So with the millions of shows that are out there, right, we like to at least suggest some that we think you're going to love. Binge break! Binge break! Tell us what you're watching! Binge break! Who's got their first binge break? Who wants to go first? I've got one. I just discovered a new one on Netflix. I was cruising. There's so much content, I can't decide what to stop on. It's too much. There's everything. But I landed on something not knowing anything about it. It was called Norseman, like Norseman. N O R S E M E N. Norseman. Norseman. It's about Vikings. Here's the twist. It looks just like a Viking show. I saw the little 30 second preview, and it's very accurate, like their life, you know, this little Viking uh, raider village. Yeah. But it's very accurate looking historically. What's the problem? But all of the dialogue and all the characters and all the people. It's like they're ripped from 2018. So the conversations oh, they have, the the problems they have, the, the issues, it's all very modern. So it's almost it's like a f- episode of Friends set in Viking times. It's you know what hilarious. reminds me of? Kind of, kind of like that sort of uh, Romeo and Juliet, how they tried to make it all like hip. 
in contemporary. Uh, but yeah. it looks exactly like you'd expect it. it. The series opens on a Viking ship as they're returning back to their village with slaves. And one of the slaves is complaining about the conditions. He's like, oh, excuse me, we haven't been fed water in, in 12 hours. It, it's absolutely hilarious. You don't expect it. It's all real Norwegians. Okay. Right, what's it again? It's no- called Norseman. Uh, I'm going to throw out a binge brag. I know we've mentioned it, but my wife and I have been watching them every single night. We can't, we can't stop watching them. Medal of Honor. That is on what? Is it Netflix? Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Medal of Honor. Oh, my God. It focuses on uh, individual stories of, of recipients who have won the Medal of Honor. Gosh. And, y'all, it is insane. It'll make you so you, proud to be an American. And Not only that, but if you, if you actually can um, get, you know, once you watch that, Whenever you're having a hard day, you can definitely think to yourself, if that guy can get through yeah. that, I can get through this. This ain't a hard day. Yeah, it's not a hard day. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. I mean, I- I'm just in awe at, at the human spirit and yeah. the the bond between um, brothers. military brothers. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. And and even uh, we've watched, that's, that's a central theme throughout almost every single story is that it's not always about the military. It's not always about necessarily the country it's about how right. much you love your brothers and That's those right. are your friends those are your brothers out there and you're going to you're going to protect them you're going to go try to save them. it's going to make me cry um boy that is that is the truth i mean people that are if you're having serious problems in your life right now a good way to maybe uh realize you don't have it so bad yeah realize that, that you can get through it go back and look at what some of those guys did and, and many of them from injuries they come back and they start their life again if they could do it everybody listen we can get through our issues on a daily basis mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. problems health problems focus on that mental strength you know and you could do it yeah so i have one one more binge brag and i mean i know that was yours oh, yeah you got could a few seconds one? go ahead okay so real quick uh i watched on a and e yeah. uh the clinton affair oh, and yes. it was awesome i mean it, this is monica Lewinsky. this is it's not necessarily her story and her words necessarily, but at least she gets the chance to tell her story. Yeah. There are other people that are in there that are definitely part of the administration and stuff, but wow, wow is yeah. all I've got to say. All right, what are you binge watching right now? We'd love to hear from you. Binge break, binge break. Tell us what you're watching, binge break. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, everybody, stand by for the Fitz Files. Is always the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in a second. Who is the highest paid uh, TV host out there? The answer uh, might surprise you. It didn't me. I couldn't believe it. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Find out next. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. GM will close five plans and cut 15% of its salaried staff. I moved my family twice for this company, and they do this to me. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Remember back in the day, man, I used to hear my, not only my grandparents, but my my uncles, uh, my uncle used to be like vice president of Hager Slack. Remember that? Yeah. This is back in the day. And he used to talk about how you could start at the very, very bottom of the company and work your way up, literally, to an executive position. And it seems like, can that even happen anymore? Well, we, we did used to see that in the U.S. auto industry a lot. And, and things have changed and business practices have changed. But it used to be, especially like in the U.S. auto industry, that people could start work there right out of high school and expect to have a 30 or even a 40 year career. And now we're seeing that's getting harder and harder. You know, with the companies have been up and down. GM just posted a pretty big loss 
uh, shut down five factories, right? Now yeah, five factories, fifteen percent of their salaried staff. But it's not a loss. That's the thing. They said that the re- that they actually have profits right now. The reason why they're doing it is to kind of get ahead of the curve. Yeah, this plan is meant to save about six billion dollars in the coming years. So what they're seeing is a slow and steady decline in the sale of typical gasoline-powered cars. Mm. They're basically working towards that future of not only electric cars but also potentially autonomous cars. And GM and is a have, massive, massive company. Didn't have. I've also. It didn't have anything to do with the tariffs and ever. I'm. I'm hearing that has a lot. Now to- that's a big point of contention. Is that GM said to President Trump before uh, instituting all those tariffs, like this is going to hurt us badly. And now they're saying some of those same critics are saying, "We told you so. This is going to happen." So uh, now, in response to this whole thing. President Trump uh, started waving some pretty big threats around to cut GM's uh, electric vehicle subsidies if they go through with the closures and the layoff. Now, no one's exactly sure what they're talking about because the biggest subsidy for electric cars comes at the consumer level. Uh, uh, People who buy like a GM Volt are eligible for a $7,500 tax credit when they buy the car. No one knows if that's what he's pointing at or not. Uh, but basically, it's it's getting Mm. into that war of words like we see on so many other issues. I think mainly he's really worried about Ohio. That's what I. Straight yeah, up. That's what I get. Absolutely. Right. Re-election. He's really worried about that factory in Ohio. That's closing. president's got to win Ohio. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, in some very very sad news, we we talked about it briefly. The creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, oh. uh, Stephen Hillenburg, wow. passed away uh, earlier this week at 57 years old. Now, if that sounds From young, what? ALS. Yeah, yeah Lou Gehrig's. Uh, and now I'm he kidding. was only diagnosed with the disease just several. Uh, I think it was just last several, year. Yeah, just March of last year. Yeah. So not even a year ago. Or, or I guess a little over a, little a year little, ago. Yeah. Uh, it's just a very fast progressive disease. I, Remember we had the ice bucket challenge. Yes. And similar, yeah. similar to like a Parkinson's. Similar, you know, to yeah, that. They, they, well, to give you to give you a frame of reference, Stephen Hawking. It was yeah. a very famous person who had ALS and yeah. just that complete body g- degenerative disease. But I guess this Stephen Hillenberg. I read a little bit about him. He was an actual out of college. He was a marine biologist, mm-hmm. and that's where he got the ideas. <laughs> For SpongeBob SquarePants, yeah, but that sort of cool. unique childlike quality was all something he created, and you know, loved it, by millions. Kept it with him and, and made billions. Mm-hmm. And right. he's he is SpongeBob's voice. Is he really? I so, thought that was Tom Kenny. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe they got someone else. Well, cool. anyway, there you go. That is the Wednesday reality check. Every day, Fitch happens. This Fitch rocks. Is the Fitch Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Oh, let's see what's uh, trending. DJ Khaled, uh, DJ, you know, Khaled, he turned 43 years old just a couple of days ago. How was that? Well, Khaled... Which brings up the question of just what do you get for the man who shouts everything? <laughs> Bullhorn. A muzzle. DJ Khaled! What else DJ does he say? Khaled! What else does uh, he say? I don't think he says anything we else. We the best or we the, we the uh, something. Yeah. Yeah, then he say, and you can't stop. What? No, no, no that's, puffy. Stop. that's puffy. That's puffy. Di- no, that's Diddy. <laughs> Same guy, and we can't stop. Yeah, that's yeah. the same one. All puffed, all, all Diddy ever did, and it's yeah. All he does is this, uh, and we won't stop, uh, yeah. I mean that, and, and that, that's it. That's worth millions. There you go. Literal billions, mm-hmm. if you if you want to talk about his fortune. All right, here's the good, the bad, and the gossip. All right, so the good stuff. Gonna talk about uh, 
Judge Judy Shineland. Well, she just happens to be the number one person on the annual Forbes list of the highest paid TV hosts, right? What? Dang. Can what? you believe it? Judge so- Judy. You want to know how much? Yeah. How much is she making? $147 million over the past year. Why is she so sour all the time then? She should be a lot happier on the bench. Right? <laughs> I know y'all tell me I don't have a life and stuff because all I do is like, you know, try to read stuff and find information about the show. But do you realize that some of your highest rated shows to this day, still in 2018, are your shows Judge Judy, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. These family are the, feud. Family feud. The, the 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 it's the consistency is what makes it you know so makes people happy. So powerful. When yeah. I was cruising around Netflix this weekend, I saw Jeopardy on there. I don't know. I didn't click on. I don't know if it's like old episodes. Cool. I can go back and watch. You know, 2015 yeah. Jeopardy or 2005 <laughs> Jeopardy, but it's on Netflix. Well, whatever works how, for you. How much do you think Trebek makes? I don't Your know, mother. but I can tell you who's number two on the Forbes list, and that's Ellen DeGeneres with eighty-seven and a half million. That just lets you know. I love you, Ellen. Judge Judy has a hundred, almost double, double that. That is crazy. Wow. I wonder there's so much money in daytime TV. Woo! That's oh, all did. the money. No, no, it's that. That's where the money is. Straight up. Way to all go, right. Judge Judy. So let's move on to the bad. The nineteen ninety-seven movie Steel is number one on a list of the top ten worst superhero origin movies of all time. What kind of True? movies? Excuse me, this is a family show. <laughs> what did you super, What? The worst superhero origin movies of all oh time. Oh my god. I so, believe Steel. I'm not even uncomfortable. I'm just I'm coming, I'm very uncomfortable. I think Steel, isn't that the Shaq movie? Where he is the superhero, he's like, you got a steel suit on. No, I don't like, know. Isn't that the the I think it's uh, I think that's it's, Michael Jackson is the Wiz. <laughs> okay, so wait, number two. I thought the Wiz was R. Kelly. Catwoman is uh, is second, followed by The Punisher, and then uh, just to let you know, Drew, the yeah. new movie Venom also made the top ten. Thank you. You said it was horrible. Yeah. I said I I said you got it all wrong. It's on the list of the yeah, worst on the superhero worst. movies ever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> Drew might be right. Nobody would believe that. Oh, and by the way, I looked it up. Steel is the Shaq movie I was thinking of, and it's that bad. Okay, all right. Worthy well, of number one. Moving on I to... that was like The Great Shazam or something. That's another terrible Shaq movie. <laughs> <laughs> Two different terrible movies. Aw. Okay, so moving on to the gossip. This is some sad news here. Oprah's mom, Vernita Lee, died at her home in Milwaukee on Thanksgiving Day. Is that the cake maker? No, that's Sarah Lee. Mm-hmm. Vernita Lee was Oprah's mom, and uh, she was 83 years old, and Oprah said, quote, now, I was wondering about this, because so I saw this news, and I had seen something that Oprah was posting on Thanksgiving Day, yeah. and she seemed in good spirits, so I was like, you know, this is kind of conflicting. You how know, how but, old was she? Uh, 83 years old, and a- Oprah has said, uh, gives our family great comfort knowing she lived a good life and is now at peace. Yes, she is. She's... I guess if you're going to think about anyone that's going to be okay with, you know, like moving, someone moving on and all that oh, yeah, she, stuff, well, Oprah, she's... man, she's got all the help she can get, right? Yeah, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil on on speed dial. She's got faith. That's all she needs. She's good. Yeah. All right. So she's good. There's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. This is why today doesn't suck. For Wednesday, November 28th, 2018. Whew. Christmas is in the air. Uh, pumpkin spice man boobs, I believe, still going strong. I think I'm right. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm 
you know, might be below man boob limit right now. Thanksgiving, you know. It's time to take a month off of worrying about it. Pumpkin spice man boob month of October? Mm-hmm. No, month of December coming up. That's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> wow. What did what I say? With you today? Don't you even worry? What do you mean? You're sort of all over the road. No, I think it's been a fantastic show. <laughs> Come on. Only because we're keeping you in between yeah. the lanes. Come on, be honest. What are you doing for 4th of July weekend? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, if you're uh, having a birthday, you celebrate it with the Toy Story guy. You know Randy Newman? This dude? Yeah. Showed people got no reason. Huh. Showed people got no reason. Toy Story. Hey, what's this I'm hearing about Keanu Reeves being in Toy Story? What's going on? I don't know, but they're making Toy Story 4, so yeah, it could but, happen. No, but have you seen the new like trailer? It's Keanu Reeves and Toy Story. I don't I don't I don't get it. <gasps> in the cartoon? Guys, it's been everywhere. Yes, it's like but these weird memes going around. Keanu Reeves and Toy Story. And it has like Woody and the other dude like collapsed. Buzz? And, yeah. Hmm. I I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll have to we'll look it see. up. Yeah. Hey everybody, real quick. Google that because they, you know what? Listen, everybody, they are looking at me right now like I am straight up cray. Mm-hmm. But I am telling you, I have seen it. The, apparently, Keanu Reeves is supposed to be in the new Toy Story. Keep on looking at me like that. All right. He's a, he's a very awesome method actor. Yes, he is. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness, Judd Nelson. You know, from the Breakfast Club, is fifty nine <gasps> years old today. Bender. Oh yeah. 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 He's like, he did almost sixty. He's the ultimate bad, cool guy. Man. Yeah. This is what you get cool. in the Bender household. <laughs> Yeah. 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 You see this? It's where my old man put out a cigar. You know? Wow. I think everybody uh, had their bender in high school. Sure. Yeah. Can, can you picture? Can you picture him right now? Well, if you didn't have your bender, you might have been bender. Yeah, you might have <laughs> been. Come back and look in twenty years, see how cool bender is then. All right, that Take, guy. Drew, you're getting. You need to calm down. It's one of my favorites. Your blood pressure is going to go up again. <sighs> Give me a second. Here we go. Okay. It was on this day in 2003, President Bush returned to his ranch in Crawford, Texas, after a secret nearly 36-hour journey that took him to Iraq for a Thanksgiving visit with U.S. troops. <laughs> yep. That's really that, cool. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember when he did that? I do. I don't, but that's really cool. Oh, I do. I remember when he went and surprised the the, uh, the troops wow. in Iraq. Yeah. Um, President Trump has not visited the troops in any combat zone yet. Nope. And uh, I really hope he does. You know, I think he got to. I think I'm, he did. I'm not. And I, I, hold up! I'm not trying to get political, everybody. No. In zero way. I'm just saying you got to go visit your troops. It's a strong move. It is, and it's good for them as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Makes them feel important, yep. and they are. Hey, Bethany. Let, uh, absolutely, they are. Let's skip to. Uh, it was on this day in 1981. Foreigner was number two on the charts with "Waiting for a Girl Like You." Playlist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Roller skating at the skate rink when I was in elementary Aww, school. Oh, slow skate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Drew, it's funny you said that because you know what it reminds me of? What's that? Well, I can show you how from a one bedroom apartment <laughs> I used to listen to songs just like this. Remember the Time Life commercials? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I used to love those commercials. But I think you're mixing like the guy that's trying to get you to come to the real estate class with <laughs> and the couple that has the awesome yeah, the collection the of music. Yeah, the couple with the awesome collection. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're pitching two products? There you go. Uh, and finally, I don't know how much time we have. How are we doing on time? We're doing all right. All right. It was on this day in 1987 that the time of my life, remember from Dirty Dancing, mm-hmm. was number one on the U.S. Top 40 charts, actually. My wife is so upset at me because she tried to tried to do this move. And the lift. Yeah, she, she almost died. I, 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 thought, I, I thought I had a good grip, but I didn't. Well, if you learn anything with the movie, you've got to practice it in the lake. In the lake. In the lake. That's right. That's right. With Patrick Swayze. Oh, always with Pat, a, a shirtless Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen. Is the Fitch Show. And now, and here's now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to give a shout out right now and a personal thank you to my Wakeums. My Shake and Bacon Wakeums. You know exactly who you are, those who send me What Are You Kidding Me? stories on a daily basis. And y'all, you guys know I live for What Are You Kidding Me? stories, and I appreciate it. I really want you to know that your anchorman appreciates it. As I take you out of the world of sports, Grandpa got game. A very, very old Vikings fan with gray hair told the young Packers fan to stop being annoying at the game in Minnesota last Sunday. And uh, first he did like this impression of the yelling that was bothering him. And then the young guy started yelling. And yes, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. Boom, you see what happened. Wow, right altercation went down. Yeah, never mess with never I mean, never mess with wisdom. Uh I remember a long time ago I was I was sitting in Bowie, Texas, First Baptist Church, and I was wa- watching Brother Odie Oliver. Odie Oliver. Brother Odie Oliver, and here's what here's what Brother Odie Oliver said. He goes, You need to understand. It's so weird this is stuck with me. He goes, You need to understand when you look at the color of someone who is old, when you look at the color of their hair. It's not gray that you see. You see white. And he says, what does white mean? And there's, you know, a long pause in the congregation. And he goes very softly. He goes, wisdom. Gray hair and white hair means it's it's wisdom. What's that got to do with putting a dude in a headlock? It means don't mess with somebody who's been around well, the block more than you. I don't know about that. Mm. Some well, yeah, that's a great be... story. Can, so, you, know, no. you, don't, you don't get a pass just because you got gray hair. Yeah, you weren't feeling Brother O.D. Brother O.D. sounds like he, he just pulled that one straight out of his rear No, head. I swear. I remember that. Page two. What? Are you kidding me? Uh, special consumer watch, you guys. Strawberry rice. Crispy treats. Kellogg's is bringing back strawberry crispies. In January. Ooh. With a brand new recipe, I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. 
I ain't giving up show business. What's wrong, Dennis? I can't believe this. Like, Gabby is strawberry. So? So strawberries don't even talk. Okay, so enough of that. But anyway, you get... <laughs> I like the sound of it. Wow. So, uh, something to look forward to, I guess. Strawberry Krispies. Um. <laughs> are these... Is this the cereal or are these are Rice Krispie treats? No. They're the, they're the Rice Krispies. Both. No. Oh, I'm sorry, Drew. You're right. It is the cereal. <laughs> yeah. But that means you can make strawberry Rice Krispie treats. Yes, you can. From yes. it. All right, and there you go. You got the... Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Just be real. Welcome, Welcome to the Welcome. Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. You know what? I've always had a lot of respect for uh, state troopers. Yeah. You know, my dad, call, my dad calls them. And by the way, state troopers, listen right now. Please do not get mad. Do not get offended about this. My dad calls them high pose, highway patrolmen, mm-hmm. high pose. I don't think they'd be upset about that. Yeah, I don't think so. I like it. Uh, actually, um, when I was uh, working in Dallas, when I was working in Dallas, Fort Worth years ago, got to be really good friends with a with a state trooper. Really cool dude. Come, he come hang out with me in the studio all the time. Anyway, state troopers are legit. A lot of what would you say, Drew? Is you know the extra? Well, you know. Training and, and 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 stuff you have to go through to be a state trooper as a, as opposed to police department. Do you know? I don't know. I I just know that in most states the the state troopers or the state patrol, whatever right. they call them, are kind of the I guess senior police force. They mm-hmm. they kind of wow. are so deputized state. into all the rest of them. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, recently the state trooper pulled over this van that was going eighty five into seventy, and. The husband explained that his wife was in labor. Oh, so there was a good reason. Oh, yeah. They were trying to get to the hospital. So the trooper calls for an EMS, and then what's he do? Arrest the guy on the spot. Slaps on the gloves. Yeah, give me some uh, uh, boiling water and hot rags. Oh. He delivered the baby. He helped deliver the baby right there on the side of the highway. I just feel lucky and blessed to have been at the right place at the right time. She was smiling and healthy as can be. She's in labor? He said, hey, my wife's uh, having a baby. I said, okay, well, we're going to do this right here, me and you. So I contacted EMS. Rivers, uh, baby delivery, 1018 traffic. Got them on the way, grabbed my gloves, blanket. It was interesting. It was scary. Boiling water and rags. That's I could do with things I had seen on TV and things I had heard. Relieved that everything went good. For so many years, I've seen a lot of death. To be able to actually be part of the process that brings the life into this world is absolutely amazing. That is awesome. That's incredible. One thing I didn't tell you, uh, uh, two days after that, she fell in love with the guy who delivered her baby. No, (laughs) come on. What? I was like, no. She fell in love with the state trooper. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm kidding. What's up with y'all today? Way to soil a beautiful story, make it something yeah, sordid and terrible. Have that extra I know, I'm training. Kidding. That's awesome. He yeah. just said, "You know what? We're going to do this." I saw it on TV. He said, "Yeah, saw he it on TV." Took charge. Yeah, and I did. So we can do this. Wow! So shout out to all state troopers. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It's about to get loud. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Welcome back to the show, uh, everybody. Thank you so much for checking us out today. Hope everybody's doing good. Holiday, they're approaching. 
the holidays are approaching. Well, I think we're right That's in the middle exciting. of them. When you say holidays, do you want to do something with your jaw like that? Holidays are approaching. You sound kind of like Kip. Kip. Yeah, it's Kip. That's a really good Kip. You're just jealous because I've been chatting with sexy babes all day, Napoleon. <laughs> I said, go and hit me and see what happens. <laughs> that is your number one impression. You've got Kip <laughs> down. She's probably the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. LaVonda. <laughs> Serious. Ow. <laughs> oh, the kung fu part? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I remember, you know what? Rex Kwando. <laughs> you know what? I worked with someone one time who and and an and individual did not like Napoleon Dynamite. And this uh individual did not like Anchorman. And I said, there is no way no hope we, for you. we are supposed to work together at all yeah, in this what, universe. I'm wondering when that person had the operation, the the one that removed their sense of humor. The lobotomy? Those are, they, those are classics. Oh, it was, I, was, I mean, I was in absolute shock. That's I just knew this is like not meant to work out. You don't like Talladega Nights. And Talladega Nights is one of the funniest movies oh. ever. Oh, bro! <laughs> Tom, Tom Selleck! Cruise, Tom, Tom Cruise! Cruise. Me Tom Cruise! <laughs> God, that's good. Will I mean, Ferrell ta- is awesome. Talladega Nights, man, whenever Walker and Texas Ranger. <laughs> These are my boys, what Walker, you... <laughs> Texas Ranger. What did he do today? I threw a bunch of grandpa's uh, war medals off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> you did what? <laughs> oh, remember when that grandma comes in? <laughs> and she just shapes them up in a yeah, second. She's going to mm-hmm. po- paint their I'm back porch what... red. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> Shut up, Grandpa! I'm gonna shove your man. I'm gonna dude slap you. I'm gonna hit you and jack you up like a spider monkey. What's he yeah. say? I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, we've just said a bunch of movie quotes that we can't do as good as the original people, uh-huh. you know. But still. I mean, what's another one that uh, again that just gives you that LOL every time? I'm telling you, I could watch Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, definitely Anchorman. I just watched Anchorman. Within the last week, it came up on cable. I okay, watched it. I can watch that, and I can always watch um, Dinner for Schmucks with Steve Carell. Oh my gosh, that is a good. Oh my one. gosh! That's a good... And by the way, everybody, may, maybe use some of these as good. You know, is uh, the next couple of days holidays coming up? Watch them again if you haven't watched them in a while. If, if you need a good, if you need a good freaking LOL in your life, do it. You well, know? how about this? It's time to get into the holiday ones. So, Christmas Vacation. Oh, it's time. Yeah, it's going to sure. start being a rotation. Or it's, even, it's or one even, of my all-time favorites, yeah. Chevy Chase. Absolutely. Nothing hey. to beat it. You serious, Clark? <laughs> no, Eddie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, all, all, all classics. Maybe you have some suggestions right now. Hit me up on my Facebook page. Just send me a quick message. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And by the way, um, I need to let everybody know. Just a couple of minutes, I'm going to be bringing out my Yamaha 1170, oh. and I'm going to be playing some. Uh, I've been working really hard on some Christmas music, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm glad you're working hard. That means it's going to sound great. Hope so. Okay. I mean, it's not perfect yet. No comment. No one expects perfection. Yeah. Just improvement. It's happens live. live. The legendary Fitz. Happens live. live.
just a moment. You're about to hear the Yamaha 1170. I'm going to bring it back out. Um, Jeanette Hoover, I actually took piano lessons from her years ago in North Texas. I mean, years and years ago. Uh-huh. Learned, learned very early to play um, Chariots of Fire. You know that one. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. i just not sure if Jeanette's going to want her name used in connection with your playing ability. <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm reserving my judgment. Don't even act like you do. Oh, here it comes. Uh-oh. You don't know these, my piano lessons. Hang on, let me wheel it on in. Um, Bethany, the mouth from the south, actually heard me practicing over oh. the weekend. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. left for a couple hours, and that yeah. wasn't cool. Well, I noticed she's being pretty tight-lipped. Uh, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to judge. I'm, I'm going to wait and hear it. Here we go. All I'm, all I'm asking is if, if anyone notices improvement. finish yeah so let's start with the positives good start good finish <laughs> work on the middle yeah and maybe there was one or two points in the middle where you can were you guys on. even play an instrument i mean uh I used to. to be honest with you what you guys are, you know what this is what the bullying crap is all about and there are people listening to me right now saying fits dude i love your confidence you rock the keys like alicia <laughs> i don't think anyone's saying that <laughs> okay so can i just ask real quick uh, and at least I have the guts to get to play the Yamaha 1170. Drew, did you ever play an instrument? I did. I played trumpet in school in oh, the band, and then I okay. played bass guitar later. But I was never very good. See, I played. Uh, <laughs> you, you, man, you slap the bass. Slap it a bass. Slap it. Slap it a bass. Yeah. <laughs> Can you still play the trumpet? I have not picked it up. Bring in it in. Twenty-five years. Say. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, mine was the violin. Mm. Ooh, really? Yeah. I, I just thought I would like to play the violin. It's you never lot. played violin for me once in your life. Well, because I don't have one anymore. Um, but I did. You got to warm I... up the old cat gut, rosin up the cat gut. Yeah, you have to have. No, it's horse hair, isn't it? No, well, it's cat gut. They get horse hair and they shave well, the ours, back of their heads. Ours was. <laughs> I think it's more like tail. Yeah. Um, it's horse tail, but yes, um, mine was horse hair, and huh. you use your rosin and you definitely rub it on there. So hey, anyway, <laughs> start the concert. If anybody has maybe some Christmas requests, songs I could practice with, mm. as far as, you know, good Christmas uh, keyboard songs. Easy, easy. <laughs> We're talking no, about beginner yeah. here. No, no, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm hitting all the scales. I'm willing to, to, you know, get a little more. Willing and able are two different things, though. Yeah, right. And now, 
This is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. Welcome back to the show, everybody, on uh, Instagram. Go to Instagram, search two words. Follow Fit. Follow Fitz. My buddy Drew is here. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. And we have a very, very special guest today, too. I'm, and we are so lucky. Our daughter is actually here. Yes. Our daughter, Hi. Drew. Our daughter, Drew, who is... How old are you, Drew? Six. You're six years old. And uh, you are actually, you're six years old going on 20. Yes. <laughs> so, um, listen, there, there's a whole bunch of um, like mommies and daddies listening right now and a whole yeah. bunch of kids who are listening. Yeah. And I was wondering if if you could tell everybody about Zippy, about Zippy, our elf on the shelf. Yeah. What what if if you were gonna tell someone about Zippy and the elf on the shelf, what would you say? Um, me and Cash always um run and find Zippy all the time, and we always scream every morning, right? Yes. So so why is it every single day? Why is Zippy? In a different place every single morning. Why is that? Because because he wants to. Um, hey, now do me a favor. Put your put. Go right up. Get right up in that microphone right there. That's yes. perfect. Good. That's perfect. Thank you. So um, we always kind of find him because because um, Zippy always wants to go in different places. It kind of likes he's playing hide and seek. So every single day, Zippy is basically. He surprises you in a different place around around the house, yes. right? Well, he goes at night. He goes back and he reports to Santa, and That's he right. tells Santa if if Drew and Cash have have been good, right? And uh, he Always reports watching. back, and then so whenever he comes back to the house, right. he's in a different spot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if anyone touches. Zippy. He loses his magic. He loses the magic. So, oh. uh, so everybody, once again, and, and if there's any kiddos listening right now, you, feel free to ask your parents about it's you know called the Elf on the Shelf, and and he reports straight back to the big man. And uh, Drew, what does Santa Claus do from there every single night at the North he, Pole? He, um, Zippy always tells Santa if we have been naughty or nice. Right. How you been doing this year? Good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, you have. Like perfect record or mostly good? Mostly good. Okay. No, you, you. I think you've been so fantastic and you love people and you're sweet to everybody. Um, wh- what do you think that um, people in kindergarten and first grade, uh, what are the big toys this year? What do you think? Um, I think I would like... Um a Minnie Mouse. Um, get, get up in that microphone. I think I want a Shopkin playset. Okay, what is a Shopkin playset? Shopkins. Play- Shopkins are those little things that, well, they're like little little uh, inanimate objects. <laughs> so or they're food. Ima- uh, and they're tiny and they're about an inch tall. And uh, you can have a set of them. You can okay. buy a, bu- a bunch of them. They All come right. in those blind bags or blind boxes like uh. I was telling you about. Where the the child can't see what they are. I'm telling you, all of these blind bags, blind boxes, all that kind of stuff. These kids love they do. them. They yeah. just love to open them up and see what the surprise is inside. And some of these are pretty yeah. pricey too. That's a great idea, Dee Dee. I appreciate it. Yes. And thank uh, thank you for telling us about Zippy and, and the Elf on the Shelf. You're really gonna you're help. Welcome. A, you're gonna help a whole bunch of people. Fits <laughs> happens. Live. Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. 
Cruz standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Chinese scientist who claims he's made a major breakthrough that sparked controversy around the world. He says he helped a couple have twins whose DNA was edited during in vitro fertilization. Yeah, this has sparked outrage around the world from experts because ever since we created the technology that allows us to mess with genes, this has been kind of the that no-go zone. Unethical, right? Unethical. It's it's kind of considered like a Pandora's box. Like, when do we start messing with human beings? Like the sort of like the... uh nuclear bomb of development of human beings, right? Right, right. And of course, everyone's afraid of, you know, whatever, super beings, people having superior created designer genes over regular people. And will that divide? Anyway, there's what a is, lot of problems with... Well, in this case, the specific modification claimed by this doctor is that he edited the genes of these twin girls to be basically impervious to AIDS. Which is a, an interesting thing for him to choose because I'm not aware of a major AIDS epidemic in China. It's it's it may be a stunt. Now the the Chinese government launched an immediate investigation into it, and it hasn't been peer reviewed or backed by anyone else. So we don't know if this was just a sales tactic to get more couples but into his clinic or what. Let's just say they have the ability to do that now. You know, I mean, what that's going to lead to is having the ability of you know possibly removing all cancer cells and cancer genes from the body before a child is born. And if that happens, doesn't that kind of throw the whole world's balance well, yeah, off of the Well, yeah, that's what everyone's up in arms whole, about. Yeah, okay. what everyone's Playing upset with, about is yeah. it, could, yeah. it could allow people God. to extend their life. It could make, make some people more survivable or better than other people. And then where sort do you, like how do you decide who gets it? Is it just who a, can afford it? That sort of thing. That's why it's such an issue. Yeah. What about genetically taken out like pumpkin spice man boobs during the holidays. Well, I think it's probably or possible. Love handles? You wow. could do any of that, but that's the wow. whole thing is that you know, once you start messing with humans, you know, that's where it gets messy. A lot of people are like, hey. Well, you know what, what, what they're doing with the robots, maybe it's time we got to amp up the humans because we're going to have to we're going to have a human robot face off. And maybe this is this is the only way to get us up to par with uh, artificial intelligence. Let's get back to the news. Yes, so, let's. Uh, <laughs> mind blown, right? <laughs> Everything these days is politics, including the White House Christmas decorations. So as we know, it's been a long-held tradition that the First Lady is responsible for putting together a really nice, her own style of White House oh, yeah. Christmas decorations. Well, this year, uh, Melania, Melania Trump, under the mistletoe. She skipped one of the traditional steps, which is the big unveiling, the public press unveiling, when they oh. typically, the First Lady, will walk the press through and give them a guided tour and kind of explain her design choices. Well, she skipped it this year and said the press were invited to do about a 30-minute self-guided tour. And, of course, politics entered into it, and there were a lot of critics. Uh, one particular... Uh, feature in the East Colonnade is a hallway lined with dyed red mm-hmm. Christmas trees, and the press were calling it like Blood Alley or Murder <laughs> Trees or the Red Wedding. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're they're trees that are actually made um, from cranberries. They're yeah. they're cranberry trees, but they're these nice deep red. Oh, I, think beautiful. Beautiful. I, think I think it looks they beautiful. I think they do too. Red Christmas with, with like yeah. what red lights? No, no, no. 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 They're, an, it looks like a cone. The tree's red. Okay. But, um, look. on the way down, they look like <sighs> berries hanging. Yeah. So they're wow. beautiful, and then last. Last year, she did. Um, she had a bunch of like just stark tree, white tree branches. So it just looked like a beautiful white snowy tree branches. Yeah. And everyone made fun of that too. So maybe can she's you blame just her for shot- skipping? Exactly. I don't blame her. That's what I say. I mean, can you blame her? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think anybody can mess with uh, her her decor style. She knows how to do it. I think the best she's, part. She's pretty classy. 
The best right? part about all of this is that they said where she was instead of guiding the tour was upstairs making sugar cookies. Well, very wow. Christmas. She's busy. Over. Yes. All right. Um, thank you for that, Drew. I really appreciate that update. And there you go. That's the Wednesday reality check. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, uh, let's begin with um, kind of a big announcement from the Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, Ryan Seacrest camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a mouthful. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini and the Chainsmokers, they're going to be performing on the West Coast part of the Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest hanging out and, 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 and what's her face? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy oh, show. Oh, her again? She's on ABC. She is. She's just going to be there screaming. All right, listen. Yeah, nobody, y'all don't get offended when I'm, when I'm going to say this, but Jenny McCarthy, just my opinion, seems sometimes annoying uh, on the air. She screams a lot. Well, she's always been. That's been her shtick, yeah. her character yeah. all along. Yeah. Always. She's a great person, I'm sure. There, and I, there but are lots I, of people she does that scream. Love her. Well, I do I did like her um her baby book whenever she did the her yes. she you know, she was pregnant and she had like a baby book and yeah, I, I'm not trying I, to I hate totally on read that because she talked about the cool thing about it was that she talked about all the stuff that no one ever tells you about, you know, like the gross stuff that no one ever talks about. She writes about every single bit of it. And it's awesome to have someone that just talks about it, you know? Now you're making me feel like crap. No, but the but well, I'm saying, I just said she screams a lot. Was she there does. a chapter on she baby's does. first plastic surgery? <laughs> because that seems to be something that's very important to her. Drew, why can't she uh, do what she wants to do? Why can't she, uh, if she wants to, why can't she scream? Feel better as a woman and and, and and change the way she looks. Why can't she? Why is it your problem? It's not my problem. I was just making an observation that she looks like a creepy doll from the turn of the century. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm offended, but I am. All right. Anyway, like Foster McCarthy. the People and Chupa Lipa. Dua Lipa. <laughs> Chupa Lipa. Chupa Chupa. Dua Lipa is going to be there. Who is Dua Lipa? She has that song, uh, Sing it. The Rules. How's it go? Uh, I can't believe you know it. What is it? Oh, yeah. I know this one. It's, it's a huge hit. I don't know. It's something like you don't go to his house after... Da, 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 da. Anyway, Macklemore is going to be there. Skylar Gray, Ellie May, and Charlie Puth. All that stuff. So that's going on. That's going on. Uh, you also may have heard a little rumor that Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani recently eloped. What? Oh, I didn't hear that one. Nope. No. Well, there are all kinds of rumors flying around about these two. But they're calling it fake news. What was the, what was the other well, rumor that, we heard that, last that week? That they were having a baby via in vitro. Surrogate. Yeah, via, uh, well, not via surrogate, just in vitro. And then they were also saying that, um, well, no, they came out with a Christmas song together. Uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani just came out with a Christmas song together that's that's called, hang on. Hey, here, let's pull it up real quick. The, uh, you Make Me Feel Like Christmas. I want to get Drew's opinion on this. Sweet Drew, 
Stuart, what do you think? I don't I don't care for it. I don't I mean it's not terrible, but it's very Gwen forward and I don't I don't feel like their voice styles mix that well. Yeah. Like you I can barely hear Blake. <laughs> right? And and at the beginning he sings like the very well, first verse. I think verse. he's just kind of background trying to blend. But yeah. he does sing the very first verse of the song before it gets to the chorus, but other than that um, she looks beautiful in the video. They they did a video together, and it's kind of, of course, Blake is being silly like he always yeah. is. I'm just not a huge fan uh, of new, new uh, uh, Christmas. New music. Christmas, yeah. Except unless it's Mariah Carey, which is pretty old I think, by now. I think anything Blake sings uh, is gold, and I think that could be one of the greatest Christmas songs I've ever heard in my life, beside Christmas shoes. Mm. Well, that's saying a lot if it's right yeah, next to Christmas yeah. shoes, right, right, Drew? Yeah, it says a lot to me. <laughs> there you go. We just took you straight out of country. You're listening to The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's Freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And today's Troop Salute, it's going to be something a little bit different uh, because it's from my very own technical producer. His name is Nick Tricky Nicky Allen. And uh, he, he's in a couple of studios down the hall. I'm waving to him. Hey, Nick. Likes his there dark you are. Hey. space. Yeah. Likes his dark. I'm about to say something about uh, one of your family members. Um. Nick uh, wrote this to me and sent me some amazing information that I had no idea about. Nick told me about his younger brother, Tyler. I met Tyler several years ago. He was a big dude then, but... He's, he's like, compared to Nick, yeah. he looks yeah. like the Hulk. Yeah. I mean, he's like this huge kid, and right. Nick is... Very small. <laughs> what we're trying to say is Ty- Tyler actually got the good genes. He's a, he's a big guy. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to honor Nick's little brother, Tyler, today. Here's why. Because Tyler joined the Navy earlier this year. And he is currently in Navy SEAL training in San Diego, California right now. His SEAL training class started with over 200 young men. And six weeks in, right now they're down to 70. Wow. And on Monday... They entered what they call the infamous Hell Week. Where on Monday night, he was locked in his barracks at 6 p.m. And then in the middle of the night, Monday night, men burst in with concussion grenades, lights flashing, screaming, basically a simulated attack. And that's where they dragged the young man out of their beds. They throw them outside for five and a half days of nonstop physical and mental torture with almost no food and literally no sleep. Maybe, maybe the occasional like five minute nap if they could sneak it. So just try to process that for a moment. Five and a half days. No sleep while being physically and mentally beaten down. I can unequivocally say 
that this Tyler kid, he's a tough person. Nick says his little brother Tyler is the toughest person that he's ever known. He said if anybody can do it, he can. Saying our family is proud doesn't even begin to describe it. And uh, hey, Tyler, Nick says no matter what happens, you've already made your family proud. You're making us proud, too. Oh, yeah. I've been really investigating Hell Week and what it's like. And uh, Marcus Luttrell, uh, uh, Lone Survivor. Mm-hmm. Remember him, Navy SEAL? Yep. Marcus Luttrell. Recently, uh, he was doing this interview, and he said that, and I quote, if it weren't for Hell Week, he would have never survived in the mountains of Af- Afghanistan. He wouldn't have had the will to know that he can keep going. That's the purpose Because he it. had done it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Physical ahead. strength and endurance is a huge part of it, but the other part of Hell Week is the mental strength yeah. and endurance to go against all we, odds. No sleep, no we, food. We've been watching uh, this show on Netflix. It's called Medal of Honor. It's unbelievable. And these men, every single story is about these guys that just go above and beyond the call of duty. I mean, it's just inspiring and just amazing to watch these men fight for hours, yeah. sometimes absolutely alone on a hill Mm -hmm. by themselves. The enemy has no idea and they're coming at them nonstop and they fight for days with no food, no sleep, no help from anyone else and they hold the line. It's just... It's unbelievable. Now I understand why Hell Week is what it is. Right. And they say it's all about... They they give the the program, that Hell Week, that that training, they give it all the credit for them being alive today, so many of them. Mm -hmm. So today, my buddy Tyler... Man, you're already down to the 70. But it's Wednesday. You're almost done, bud. You're going to do it. <laughs> yep. Tyler, today we honor you. Tyler McDonald, the United States Navy. And we live in the land of the free because of the brave. It's time. This is The Fit Show. And now. And now. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you, and back to me. I'm standing by right now with the news that did not make the news as your, what are you kidding me, anchorman? Out of the viral community, surprise! (sighs) Folks, please pay attention to this. There was a video online where a guy... Show, so shows up at a surprise party. Oh, great. Sounds fun. Yeah, but here's the problem. He's actually so surprised that he pulls out his gun. Oh. Oh, yeah. Luckily, thank God. I just want to say everything is fine. Luckily, he puts it away. He greets everyone safely. Um, now, you're going to hear a, a balloon pop in this video, and I think that's kind of when he pulls it. And again, I do want to say everyone is fine. Well, it could have been what set him off, right? He could have thought that was like a, oh, a gunshot, yeah. of right? Of course. Maybe. Uh, exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. Okay, anyway. Wow. Uh, I know you can't be surprised. That's it, right? Yeah. That's exactly right. I mean, in this day and age, I mean, you, 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 you honestly know. never know yeah. who's, who's, who's carrying. Or uh, or who's in your house. I mean, my gosh, he could have, let's face it, he probably walked in the home, heard a balloon pop, and was thinking, oh my gosh, someone's in my house. <laughs> Can you imagine? Dang. All right, let's go to page two. What, are you kidding me? Out of the wonderful state of California, lost and found 
In Modesto, a woman went to bury her dead pet in her backyard. And uh, while she was doing that, instead dug up a, uh, well, nice little mystery, literally. Um, dug up uh, uh, a, a decomposing body. <gasps> in her backyard? It only been there a couple of months. Oh, oh my and, goodness. And, uh, this is a dark version of the what are you kidding me Identification story? and all that stuff pending right now, okay? Wow. Yeah. All right then, folks. Maybe she forgot where she buried it. I hope she lives <laughs> on some acreage. I hope this isn't like, you know, a normal 30 foot by 40 foot yeah, backyard. Like I mean, somebody up. came in your yard and buried a body. <laughs> well, not only that, but didn't you also like maybe think to yourself, hey, where'd that mound of dirt come yeah. from? Some right. fresh soil. Right there's a good spot in that uh, that backyard with that trampoline. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'll never find it. She never mows her lawn. Okay. <laughs> anyway, my God, someone did pass away. Right. Yes. You're right. But it's the what are you kidding me stories. It is the what are you kidding me stories, and that's why we had to talk about it. That's right. You All right. You got the what are you kidding me stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to the Fit Show. It happens live. Families really bow their heads to pray. The daddies really never go away. Whoa, whoa, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Yeah, tell me about the good old days. Uh, every once in a while, uh, I'd go to nursing homes, convalescent homes, and you know, chat with uh, some of the older folks, and, and just, man, I walk in and I, I start with only one question, and that's tell me about the good old days. And uh, Drew over here, he's very lucky. He still has uh, his grandpa, and and grandma, and your grandma. Mm-hmm. That's a amazing. Yeah, they've How many been years? listen they've to been this, you married guys. over seventy-two years, I think seventy-one or seventy-two years. Do you feel like you kind of rub it in a little bit with me that you have your grandpa and that I don't have mine? You know, I didn't start that way, but then I, I would bring it up and you'd get all weird about it. So then I'd maybe twist a little bit, but I, it, I, no harm. Did intended. you see that? He he would do what? Twist a little bit. Pour salt in the wound? Yeah. Yeah. And he, knows, and he knows how much I loved my daddy Bob, and I lost my daddy Bob when I was in the third grade. What about Grandpa James? And, of course, my Grandpa James, who passed away in 1987. My Daddy Bob died in 1986, and I was just a little kid. You know, I was Wait, in the second, third grade. Yours went early. or or My – check this out. So um, – Your mom. When my mom was born, her parents were 41 and 42 years old. Wow. And that, her I mean, older sister was already married. Married with a kid. With a kid. That's huge for that yes. time because, you know – it's oh. many years ago. She was an accident for sure. Right, but I mean, <laughs> she was, she was not. She's a little miracle from well, the Lord. Well, you know what I'm saying. She was a. She was not planned. But I mean, that was actually dangerous back oh, then. Oh, for sure. Or Absolutely, used it's to, amazing. Yeah, really, be dangerous. So my mom always, you know, kind of had to grow up with her cousins. You know, knowing you know that you know, my mom, her parents were always so much older, you know, than everybody else's. And my mom said her entire life, she lived with knowing, knowing that her parents are going to go earlier, and she ended up. You know, they passed away like you know, seventy three, seventy four years old, but she was still you know, young young woman, thirty six yeah. years sure. old or something. Whenever they passed, and and that's when I lost my mama May and daddy Bob. And I feel like all you do is you like to for some reason. Why? I mean, do you get enjoyment acting? 
Do you get enjoyment having your grandpa around and knowing that mine's not around? You know what? I, I don't get... I, I'm sorry that it feels like that. I mean, maybe I just thought you would enjoy hearing stories about my grandfather and make you maybe somehow feel more connected to yours, but... I think you're just incredibly lucky. I think you're lucky, too, and, and I'm only I just you realize But you know that. I'm, I'm only just now really realizing Are you really? That. Well, because when you have them, yeah. you take them for granted. You don't... You think everyone has them, and but at my age now, as I... Like, I'll bring them up, and everyone around me says, oh, yeah, I don't have them. You're lucky. And that's when right. you start to realize how lucky you are. See, and I'm going to see, it's actually my grandfather's 90th birthday this weekend. Unbelievable. And I thought he turned 90 last year because he kept telling like me I'm in my 90th give, year. Give, what would happen if, uh, I've never met him, but if I showed up and just gave him a big old kiss, uh, walked he, out the door. He'd probably think that was pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? It's a different generation. You know? <laughs> but hey, uh, on a serious note, real, real quick, uh, Bethany, my wife, the mouth from the South, you know, she was actually lucky enough to hold her grandfather's hand as he left the world and i know that's so tough to talk about but my god how lucky you know what i mean you are to have the the grandfather that you did and to hold his hand as he left i did i, I held his hand and i whispered in his ear the whole time wow see i just kept saying i'm, I'm right here mm-hmm. i'm right here with you and he knew it so amazing all right What's up? Snap what you see real quick. And just send it back to me. Wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Snap what you see and send it back to me. Facebook.com slash follow fits as I throw out a totally random topic right now. Would really love your your uh, some honesty too. I sometimes use my girlfriend or boyfriend's blank. Hmm. Just want some honesty? Fill in the blank. Come on. Love to hear from you as well. I sometimes use my girlfriend or boyfriend's or husband or wife's blank. <laughs> I got one. I mean, sometimes if, I, if I'm in the shower or whatever, I'll, I'll use that uh, that scent remover. Scent remover? What are you talking about? It's like feminine wash. Oh, oh. I got you. Okay. The scent remover. <laughs> what? I was, I was confused well, because the only scent remover it's, I have is like pet stain remover. No, like this stuff is still like, doing in the shower. It's specifically for like- Summer's uh, you know, Eve, Mass and Gill, that Yeah, kind of it's thing. specifically for mm-hmm. keeping the pork and beans like the, the way you need to do it. Right? Interesting. Well, well, I mean, it's not specifically for that. You're saying oh, you what, use what it is for it? that. Well, well, if, it's yeah. a well if, product, if it works it's for not... them, why wouldn't it, you know, why wouldn't it work well, for I'm me? I'm just saying it's specifically not for pork and beans. Right. Because it's a ladies' problem. Right. Yeah. right. But that's really what he understand. uses it for. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. What about you guys? I sometimes use. I, I My confession in this would be uh, I sometimes use her nail clippers and tweezers when she gets really grossed out by because I have like my fungus oh, toenail yeah, yeah. and you got to tend it like any, and I you don't do. have my own you so tend it. I kind of have to wait till she's not there because if she she can hear that like click sound from mm-hmm. across the house Are and you she will come mine? screaming no no she'll come in there yelling like <laughs> not that not put get it down. Did you pass that? You could pass that to her nails. Well, I clean it afterwards, and she's never gotten it. So that's oh. what I said. There is like oh, no harm, yeah. no foul. If you don't have fungus, don't worry about it. That's right, uh, Bethany. What about you? Um, is there anything that you use of mine? Well, 
guess maybe your toothpaste sometimes. Oh, or, come on. You know, stuff like that. No. I mean, oh, no, oh, no, no, ooh, no, 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 here's no, one. So I have curly hair, right? Mm-hmm. And naturally curly hair. And um, I use my husband's T-shirts. He doesn't even know it. I use my husband's T-shirts because... Whenever you have curly hair and you use a towel because of all the fibers in the towel, it can make it real frizzy. So I use my husband's T-shirts to put my hair up. And since it's that smooth cotton, it keeps your hair smooth. Interesting. Interesting. So I do use your uh, T-shirts for that. Cotton mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that's another good one, right? Yeah. You are full of impressions you, uh, two today. Two great impressions today. You know what? Uh, please respond with us. Respond with us right now. <laughs> Post away on my Facebook page, actually. I sometimes use my girlfriend or boyfriend's blank. Just be honest about it. Let me present FIT with a Z, y'all. This is the Fit Show. It's happens live. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, what have we learned today? For Wednesday, it's November 28th. 2018, and uh, let us know what you picked up from the show today. I learned during the What Are You Kidding Me stories, I mean, this is crazy. There was an ATM machine in Houston that was spitting out $100 bills, y'all, and Bank of America let everybody keep the cash, which is the most amazing part. That is pretty That's awesome. Interesting. Maybe it was someone, <gasps> what if it was someone that just said, listen, I want to give out some money randomly. Let's mess up one of your ATM machines. Let's do it or this way. Can I, what if it was a PR campaign and it was all a stunt? <gasps> I was going to say, it, it, it would be a great stunt. Now, they said that whoever the guy that stocks the machine accidentally put the hundreds in the slot where the tens go. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a cartridge. Right. Stocking his right. paycheck. And, and the law's on their side because we found out that legally they would have to give the money back. So they're being awfully kind by saying, keep it. Right. It almost It's almost as if, I don't know. Feels stunty. Mm-hmm. Either way, people got to keep some cash. Heck yeah. Uh, Drew, what have we learned today? I learned that Fitz actually knows someone who hates not only Anchorman, but also Napoleon Dynamite. Like, I'll give you one. Maybe one movie's not your style, but you hate both those movies? You got no sense of humor. Right. What's wrong with you? How can you not You better not ever tell me who that is. I will be... I mean, even if you don't don't think Will Ferrell is funny, how could you not find at least one of... Well, not only Napoleon (laughs) Dynamite. I'm saying at least like Steve Carell... Is it is an anchorman and 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 Paul yeah, Rudd? Paul Rudd, and right? What's the guy? The guy that's always mean champ. Yeah. Oh yeah, champ. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're all so funny. How could you not at least find some humor with one of them? <laughs> all right, I completely agree with you, uh, Bethany. The mouth from the south. What have we learned today? Well, I learned that you are offended that Drew has grandparents that are still alive, and he talks about them. Yeah, man, you should be happy for me. <laughs> I'm not offended that Drew's grandpa's still alive. I. Take it easy. I'm a little upset that he likes to rub it in that my grandpa's not around. I, my daddy Bob, so who passed away when I was in the third grade. By if the I way. just talk it about him, it's, it's not rubbing it and in. It's actually it was actually one of those moments that shaped me for a long time. That was my first, experience. you know, experience with death, and and I think you like to just point that out that you have Mr. Ninety Year Old, Mr. Ninety Year Old, and uh, I lost oh. my daddy Bob. Ninety and going strong, by the way. I mean, he is healthy, fit as a fiddle, still works on cars. Wow. Yeah. What does he do? I mean, he, like, what does he do to keep himself in shape? I mean, like, what restores he... old cars. Wow. He has a museum, even. My daddy Bob sold Cadillacs. Oh, yeah.
It's all about the cars. <laughs> Everybody have a great day. <laughs> and we will see you tomorrow. Uh, if, if they still allow us, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you find, listen, find me everywhere on social media. Like it, just if Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at follow Fitz. And my name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.